What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Spoiler Reels. I'm your host. You already know. My name is Angel. And today we got ourselves a very average, by the numbers, nothing new, nothing nothing that sticks out or anything of, you know, of a horror movie, unfortunately. I'm talking about The Pope's Exorcist. This is a rated R movie. Uh, it's a horror one, an hour and 45 IMDb gave it a 6.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 50%. And 45% by the Metacritic. This was released on April 14, 2023. This is directed by Julius Avery. And this was distributed by Sony Pictures. Uh, Father Gabriel Amorth, Chief Exorcist for the Vatican, Battle Satan, and Innocent Possessing Demons. In detailed portrait of a priest who performed more than 100,000 exorcisms in his lifetime. This is considered a uh, true story. <clears throat> so I think that's probably why this movie garnered a lot of money. Uh, Russell Crowe. It stars Russell Crowe as Father Gabriel Amorth. Laurel, Laurel Morstan as Amy. Alex Esso as Julia. Franco Nero as the Pope. Daniel Zovaro as Father Escabel. And that's pretty much all you need to know right there. Let's get to Wikipedia again. It'll kind of give me the budget and all that nonsense. Let's see. <clears throat> so, t- production began in 2020 when Screen Gems purchased the rights to a more story. After a directorial replacement and script revisions, filming took place from August to October 2022 in Ireland. The Pope's Exorcist was released in several international countries, beginning on April 6th, 2023, and in the U.S. and Canada on the 14th. <clears throat> the film received mixed reviews from critics and has grossed uh, $52 million worldwide. Let's see. Yeah, $52.8 million was the box office. And the budget was 18 million, so it's a success for the extra uh, for the uh, Sony Pictures. Um, so more than likely, they're gonna want to try to make a a sequel out of it, which I honestly don't think they should. <clears throat> Me personally, <clears throat> um, very basic, very generic very by the numbers like nothing really stuck out although i was surprised that russell crowe played a a role like this which is really not his type i mean i don't think i've ever seen him in horror movies and so it was something different i'll say that it was a it was different but other than that it just i don't know it it it, it didn't make the movie any better at least for me uh for me it was actually kind of of a boring movie um there was like i said like you kind of already knew what was going to happen what was going on um there was just no no element of surprise nothing that stuck out to be like you know oh this is a different kind of exorcist movie i think what they were banking on is the fact that it was based on a true story and then they thought that, you know, they just go with the same formula 
it'll work itself out. Me personally, it didn't. Um, but then again, I've seen so many Exorcist movies that it's just, um, it's just that it, they don't try anything different. I, I think I've only seen maybe a few ones that stuck out that were like pretty good, you know, pretty decent at best. Um, obviously, outside of The Exorcist, the original. But, like, The Exorcist of Emily Rose, I think that one stuck out a little bit more because it was going through a trial of what happened with Emily and all that. And um, But other than that, all the other Exorcist movies, they just kind of... They just kind of do the same thing here. Uh, and there's no, there was no exception on this one either. Let's get to the plot here and kind of paint you guys a, a picture if you haven't seen this movie here. In 1986, Amorth, the Pope's personal exorcist, uh, an earthy, scooter-riding, humorous, practical man, visits an Italian village where a man is seemingly possessed by a demon. With the local priest, Amorth enters the room where the man is tied up while exorcising uh, him using a St. Benedict medal sacramental. Amorth dives the, dives the demon into a pig, which is then killed with a shotgun. So I, th- I thought that was a good, like, it was a pretty good start right there. I mean, it kind of throws us off, it throws us in right away to an, uh, another exorcist in the beginning of the movie. And the priest, obviously, that has been doing it for so many years and so many times, um, kind of pokes, you know, or kind of, like, dares these demons that are possessing other people he dares them he messes with them like he tries to get in their head which is kind of weird you know a human trying to get into a demon's head and uh so i thought that was i thought that was uh, pretty cool and then eventually he kind of the pope kind of berates the demon telling them well if you can possess anyone why are you possessing this person not, and not someone like a priest or you know a pope or whatever and he's like, I bet you can't possess this pig here. And the demon falls for it and possesses the pig. And then has a uh, has a farmer just shoot the hell out of that pig's head. Uh, killing the, the host, obviously, and sending the demon back to hell. Um, so that was a good start. That was a good start there. Uh, this incident uh, gets Amorth in trouble with a church tribunal since he acted without permission from superiors. One tribunal member is uh, friendly African Bishop Lamumba, Lamumba, but another is a vicious American Cardinal Sullivan, skeptical of demonic possession. Amorth replies that evil does exist and that he did not perform a true exorcism, but rather some psychological theater to help the mentally disturbed man. Disgusted, Amorth walks out of the tribunal. So I didn't understand that either. I was like, why would the American Cardinal Sullivan be skeptical about demon demonic possession? Like you you're a pope, you're in the Vatican. You should know that things like this exist or in your belief that demons exist. I don't understand why you'd be skeptical skeptical about it. Um but I think they just they just did that just to kind of get the movie going. I don't know. Like, 
but it, it, that one didn't make sense to me. I was like, I, I thought everybody in the Vatican believes in all that, which is why you're there to begin with, to help people with exorcisms and demonic possessions and all that stuff, but okay. The Pope assigns him to visit a possessed boy named Henry in Spain. Henry, his mother, um, Henry, his mother, Julia, and his rebellious teenage sister, Amy, had traveled from America to take possession of a mysterious old Spanish abbey, which was Henry's father's uh, sole bequest to his family after he died in a car accident in which Henry was also present. The traumatized Henry has not spoken since the accident. Workmen, uh, workmen who were restoring the abbey so the family could sell it leave after a sinister fire. Henry starts behaving bizarrely. Serum uh, chemistry panels and MRI show nothing abnormal, of course. That's another thing. Just the, the family characters. The rebellious daughter. The quiet son. The mom who just lost the, the, the husband in a car accident that's just trying to keep the family together. It's very, very same stuff. It's just the same things. It's um, They don't try to make these characters just a little different you know somehow and and it just it just you can tell because it's we've seen these kind of characters over and over and over in these kind of movies it gets to the point where it's just it's a little annoying after a while and it gets very predictable really quick in this movie uh, Henry, diabolically possessed, requests a priest. The local father, Escabel, arrives, but Henry obscenely der- derides him. Omorth arrives and enlists Escabel as his assistant, though Escabel is untrained as an exorcist. Escabel says that he has heard of Amorth, but not read Amorth, Amorth's books. Amorth says they're, very, they're good books. Amorth advocates the importance of prayer, though Escabel makes mistakes as an assistant exorcist, including strangling Henry when Henry antagonizes him, mocking him for his sins. The duo attempts to exorcise Henry uh, without success as he utters blasphemous phrases during the rite. Henry's, uh, demon of, uh, Henry's demon even possesses Amy at times. Amorth finds Julia has not been a religious believer since childhood, but he convinces her to pray after she reveals she believed her guardian angel helped her in childhood. In Rome, the Pope becomes ill while reading documents about the Spanish case and is and is hospitalized. Amorth finds a well on the abbey grounds going down to a complex sealed off by the church as demonically dangerous. He learns that a founder of the Spanish Inquisition and Exorcist was possessed, which let him infiltrate the church and do many evils. Amorth also finds the church covered this up and eventually discovers the names, the name of Henry's demon, Asmodeus, which will assist the exorcism. So, by this time, by this point right here, <clears throat> I was all kind of checked out already a little bit. Like it just some of the mistakes that they would make in this movie I was like I, I don't understand why both of the popes would leave the family alone in the house at times I'm like you know they're uh, the son the son is being possessed which I'm also wondering why because of most of the most of the movie the kid's not really tied up at all so I don't understand why he just doesn't roam around the house you know messing with them unless 
um, because he's just a child there's not much power as far as strength goes there's no strength or anything it's just being the, since since the kid is very tiny uh, maybe he doesn't have much power in there but I mean he picked him to he picked him to, to be possessed I'm, I'm assuming it's because uh, the kid was very traumatized the fact that he was there during the car accident and it even showed him a scene where the um, uh, the father uh, something got through his head or whatever and impaled his head and killed him and maybe that traumatized and that was basically the opening door uh for for the um for the demon but um i thought it would have been a lot better had the kid just been roaming around and you know the popes are trying to look for the for the for the kid but no the kid was just on the bed most of the whole time um it was never tied up so like and the popes just get close to them almost all the time i'm like are you not worried you know, and in one of the scenes that actually, like, the Pope, uh, Escobar, got a little too close and got his fucking ear bitten off. So, there's that. I'm like, and then eventually it hit in their heads. of like, we should tie him up. I'm like, why didn't you do this to begin with? You know, in the movie, or in the original Exorcist, for the most part, she was tied up because of, you know, it's the body's possessed by a demon. Like, that shows more fear and more danger for the Popes, but... Not in this one. And at times, the fact that it's able to possess the, the teenage girl, um, I thought they would have done a little bit more with that, but it was just kind of going in and out, really, which is kind of weird. Um, and another thing, too, was uh, Russell Crowe's character tries to be funny here most of the time, but it kind of doesn't, it doesn't really work out at all. It's very, very, very dry humor. And I was, I was like, eh, you guys could have done without that. Now, that was just one thing that bugged me throughout the movie. Amorth and Escobel participate in the sacrament of confession and absolution, mutually confessing and absolving each, each of uh, other their sins. That after Amorth, an Italian partisan, survived, uh, survived World War II and vowed to serve God in gratitude, a mentally ill woman asked for Amorth's help and died by suicide when he did not help her due to pride. And as and Escobar fornicated with a young woman he did not later marry. The two uh, ready themselves, Amorth instructs Escobar to wear a miraculous metal necklace. During the exorcism, they have horrible visions of the women whom they failed. The exorcism succeeds only when Amorth offers himself to be possessed, which chimes with Asmodeus previously stating that he wants to destroy Amorth. Amor tries to hang himself, but the demon doesn't allow it, preferring that Amor infiltrate and destroy the church. However, Escobel helps Amor drive away the demon, and demonic appearances resembling the two women who troubled the men. The Pope recovers, as does Henry. The triumphant duo visits Rome and finds Sullivan has taken leave in Guam, uh, being replaced by Lamumba. Amorth and Escobel are admitted to a special church uh, archive. Lamumba tells them they will be visiting hundreds of other evil sites. With the help of a map, Amorth discovered at the Abbey to combat the devil. Amorth jokingly says, We're going to hell. Finally, words on the screen narrate details about 
a more uh, Papal exorcist career, including his writing many books, and the books are good. An after credits photo of the real Moore sticking out his tongue appears along with his birth and death dates. And then the movie's over. <clears throat> um, I think out of the whole movie that was probably the best scene was towards the end where they actually have to confess each other since uh to each other since they're both fathers um they figured if they um they release if they get over that whole uh sin that they've committed that they can actually battle uh the devil basically and because obviously if they have uh, their sins that they're holding back or anything the, the devil will basically use it against them um, and for the most part in the movie they did say that they did confess their sins about that uh, the, the thing is is that it kept lingering on them because they still felt guilt about it like even though they were absolved of their sins that that guilt trip was still there and so um, I did like that the fact that the uh, the woman that they failed kept coming in and out of their out of their um out of, uh, during the time of exorcisms and stuff like that messing with their visions uh thinking that they're there but they're not and you know messing with their heads and stuff like that so that was pretty cool towards the end of the scene but and then it kind of got a little uh cheesy after after the <laughs> the end and whatnot but um other than that uh the movie was okay at best like it was just it was just very predictable there just wasn't enough to keep me intrigued throughout the movie because it's just it was just very you know by the numbers just there was just nothing that kind of you know made me think oh you know what this is a really good exorcist movie it has its moments it has its moments but those moments just kind of go they're there and then they're they're gone right away um and there's nothing to kind of work there was no momentum going with it it's just it was there was that moment and then it just it was gone and then that was it um so overall i mean if you're a fan of these exorcist movies you'll probably enjoy this movie um me personally though the exorcist movies are just kind of getting very stale for me uh i'm not really too big of a fan of these movies anymore when i was younger yes i did like some of these movies but as a guy and older it's just it, it's just the same thing for me there's nothing that that nothing that sticks out um and so unfortunately like this one to me out of 10 i'm gonna give it a four honestly like i said it's just it was pretty boring um like i said it has its moments but that's it and there's just there's just nothing to hang my hat on for this one here <clears throat> for that reason i give it a four out of ten which to me is just not a recommendable film sony pictures really kind of need to do better with their horror movies i'm sure they they've done some good ones here and there but they don't stay consistent and they just they sony's known for keeping it like by the numbers you know like don't change anything just stick with with the same thing and so um i would say skip this movie if you like i said it, the only time to watch this is if you're a horror fan and you're gonna watch it anyways 
or if you like the exorcist kind of movies and stuff like that then this is for you uh but for me um yeah i I don't i don't see myself watching this movie anymore (laughs) or anytime soon at all uh that's it for my review for this for this movie here guys uh let me know if you agree or disagree with my review what what ratings did you give it out of 10 uh let me know on my um instagram page spoiler underscore reels um as you guys know that's where i put all my content and all that stuff so uh that being said i'll catch you guys on the next episode